Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. President Biden is flying to Europe for summit meetings. He'll stop first in the United Kingdom for a meeting with other G7 leaders. He'll then gather with NATO leaders in Brussels for a summit. Those meetings will come ahead of his last major summit in Geneva with Russian President Vladimir Putin. The European Union Parliament has given its green light to an EU-wide digital COVID vaccination certificate. NPR's Rob Schmitz reports from Berlin. The EU digital vaccination certificate will essentially be a QR code that will store vaccination records, negative tests, and records of previous infections. It aims to make travel within the EU easier for EU citizens. The official start date is July 1st, but nine member states, including Denmark, Greece, and Spain, are already issuing certificates. The EU says it is working to make sure the certificates will be made compatible with systems from other countries, and the bloc expects to open the system to non-citizens, including Americans, later this summer. Rob Schmitz, NPR News, Berlin. Researchers in Tulsa, Oklahoma, have started removing human remains from an unmarked mass grave they discovered last year. They'll analyze them to determine if they are victims of the 1921 Tulsa race massacre. From member station KWGS, Chris Polanski has more. The research team believes the 27 bodies uncovered so far are in a spot historical records suggest massacre victims may have been buried. State archaeologist of Oklahoma Carrie Stackelbeck says it's too early to definitively say whose remains they are. As to those interpretations of who these individuals are um, and why they're in this mass grave, those are things, those are details that we'll be learning with the future um, analyses that will be completed. Forensic anthropologists will be looking for signs of trauma and other indicators that the remains belong to murder victims. A century ago, a white mob killed as many as 300 black Tulsans in an attack that destroyed the then-thriving Greenwood neighborhood known as Black Wall Street. For NPR News, I'm Chris Polanski in Tulsa. President Biden addressed a class of graduating seniors last night in videotaped remarks. He spoke to seniors graduating from Marjorie Douglas Stoneman High School in Parkland, Florida. A mass shooting in 2018 left 17 people dead at the school. Biden said the students have had their school careers disrupted in unimaginable ways. You've been tested in ways no young person should ever have to face. From a freshman year, a year of unspeakable loss, to a junior and senior year, upended by a pandemic. Fourteen of the people who were shot to death were children who should have graduated last night. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 39 points at 34,637. The Nasdaq is up 42 points at 13,967. You're listening to NPR News from Washington. President Biden is withdrawing some Trump-era executive orders that tried to ban new downloads of the popular video-sharing app TikTok. These were blocked by courts and never took effect. Instead, Biden is ordering a security review of TikTok and another Chinese-owned app, WeChat. Officials will look at how they collect users' data or if they're linked to China's military. Lawmakers in El Salvador have overwhelmingly voted to make the cryptocurrency Bitcoin a legal currency. It's the first country to do so. Maria Martin reports lawmakers approved a proposal by Salvadoran President Nayib Bukele. 
El Salvador's Maverick President Bukele hailed the vote by 62 of 84 lawmakers as historic. He'd argued that adopting Bitcoin would bring financial inclusion, investment, tourism and economic development to El Salvador, as well as open up financial services to the 70% of Salvadorans without bank accounts. Some financial experts question what the move may mean for the country's economy due to the volatility of cryptocurrency and to El Salvador's bid to receive more more than $1 billion from the International Monetary Fund. The Central American country now uses the dollar as its currency. In 90 days, both U.S. dollars and Bitcoin will be accepted. For NPR News, I'm Maria Martin. Officials in Afghanistan say the Taliban attacked and killed 10 people working with a humanitarian group. The group was removing landmines in a northern part of the country. The Taliban says it is not responsible for the attack. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News in Washington.